You've arrived at the Frontline Records Rewind. Your host, Brian Healy of Dead Artist Syndrome, a little-known goth band. Executive producer, Adele Meisenheimer, and engineer, Scotty Z. You can find us here on a regular basis, so keep coming back. Right now, sit back, relax, and crank it up for Frontline Records Rewind. Salutations and welcome to another episode of Frontline Records Rewind. I'm your host, Brian Healy, with executive producer Adele Meisenheimer. Hey, hey. And Scotty Z. Thanks. Thanks for chiming in there, Scotty. And that beautiful opening music is our special guest, Mr. Michael Gerard Knott. All right, Mike. First time I ever saw you was at a club called the cuckoo's nest and you were playing with a band called mike knott and the rubber band yes actually it was called mike knott's rubber band uh-huh yeah for for, for, for clarification is there any recordings of that no i don't think so okay well so, actually it changed its name to the one and we did do a recording okay which is actually on the huntington beach record lifesavers how nice of you to bring that up yeah because that's part of the subject of why you're here oh we i was wondering why i was here yeah, yeah. we here at frontline records rewind are happy to announce through a lot of hoops hurdles and ladders that we're going to be able to release some of mike's work and that includes some of the blonde vinyl stuff and we'll get to that earlier later. or later yeah thanks radio professional here and the musicians correcting me by the way michael not and other songs you will hear and we are going to get around talking about michael's albums uh after uh, uh commercial you, break you need a commercial break i'm just wondering if there is one well, we can put them in anytime hey brian that's a cool travel mug you're holding yeah i love this uh, it keeps beverages hot and or cold and um, because this one has the Frontline Rewind logo on it. <laughs> I was uh, flashing it all over Audio Feed Music Festival. I did. <laughs> I did see you holding it in photos. Way to promote our show, Brian. Oh, by the way, people can order merch with Frontline Records or Rewind logo at uh, frontlinerecords.com. U.S. dot. Oh, that's a period. There are also designs inspired by album art of Daniel Amos, Adam Again, Freedom of Soul, and SFC. Well, I have pajamas, Brian, and a coffee mug with Adam Again inspired designs. My orders were shipped fast from Cafe Press. Right. Cafe Press is the company who produces these custom items. Go to FrontlineRecords.us and find perfect one-of-a-kind gifts. The part of Brian Healy was played by Michael Gerard Knott. Okay, well, let's just start with Pop Life. Okay. Yeah, um, it was kind of fun. You know, we, we, we paid um, the genius photographer... Took that photo to utilize that photo. It's old, old surf photo. And people, um, just so you know, Michael does really surf. Well, pop life and oh. surfing and the lifesavers are all intrinsically linked on some level. Let's see if I can play this thing. I've done this before. The reason why is because, and I've said this before, I'm trying to figure out how the song goes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I've done this in concert. You so know? you're filling time. Well, well, you know, I kind of move around a little bit. Uh -huh. Then I might go, oh man, I'm really not getting the first line. So then I'll go like this. <laughs> kind of change it up a little bit. <laughs> then, I'll, then if I really cannot figure it out, I'll just go. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and then someone, someone in the crowd will go, woo! Yeah. yeah! You know what I mean? Yeah. They have no idea that I am so lost. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> then I'll go, oh my gosh, I got it. No, no. What you were going to talk about. Okay. 
Um, so on the artwork, the guy that did the artwork for it, he wanted to put, um, it was a black and white picture, old picture that we paid to use. Um, I think it was from Bruce Brown. But yeah, I mean, check that out to make sure. Okay. But um, he decided to put, um, they were in shorter shorts, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Surfing in those days. And, and their feet were right next to each other, like, you know, uh, side by side. Right. You know, and they're standing on these long boards, right? And so he decided to make one of the suits red. So he put red over the suit. But all of a sudden, after's out and everything, we'll get some complaints from some of the Christian bookstores because he didn't line it up correctly. <laughs> it looked like something was hanging out. Aha! Uh -huh. But it actually was the guy's actual black and white trunks that were hanging out. Not <laughs> So we got some returns on that one. So anyway, so this next tune is called Surf With God, and we've played it for years. And it's, <sighs> it's kind of a, a tune about... Just having fun, going out surfing, being a young Christian and all excited and zealous and whatever, and uh, listening to Chuck Smith on the radio, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and then I, I decided to have uh, Chris Colbert play guitar on it, yeah. And it took this weird turn. Because Chris Colbert's inspired by weird artists. Absolutely. As well he should be. Yes. Um, yeah, so... Should we listen to it now? Yeah. yeah let's, let's play go. it. Here's Surf with God. Yeah. Michael Knott.
All right. That was Surf with God. I've got to tell you a, a short story, though. Mike Knott, uh, during this song, basically got the Lifesavers banned from Calvary Chapel, Costa Mesa, because what most people don't realize is in high school, Mike was a pole vaulter. Now, somehow Mike had figured out a way to use that performing live. And if anyone has seen footage of Calvary Costa Mesa, you'll notice there's a nice brick wall and a planter. So in the middle of Surf with God, when the floor's rocking and it looks like kids are starting to dance and the pastors are all getting nervous, Mike turns around and decides to run completely up the wall, do a complete flip and land on his feet. And that pretty much is apparently in violation of a uh, unknown unwritten till that day move that all bands had to agree they would no longer run up the wall or the planter but uh yeah that was a interesting piece of lifesaver and from all calvaries from all that calvaries day from that day forward so what happened but is we ended up getting back in later ended, yeah but it took a year and three years or i don't know what it took Three years, a lot of groveling and a few lies. I had to have a meeting with Chuck Smith, senior. Yeah. So how, how is someone supposed to go from surf with God to omno Christ on Screaming Brutal Siren? Or liar or something that's right, a right. lot, lot deeper. Well, what I decided at that time and a little bit before that, before I did... Uh, As a matter of fact, before you talk about it, why don't we play uh, omno Christ? Okay. This is off uh, Screaming Brittle Sorry. Am I the 
That was Mike Knott, I'm No Christ, off Screaming Brittle Siren. Now, I know it's self-explanatory, but explain it anyway. Cross me once, and I'll forgive you. Cross me twice, and it gets hard. Cross me three times, just remember, I am no Christ. Basically, I'm a, you know, basically, you know, I'm a human being. Um, I can't be God. I'm not God. I don't want to be God. No man can, can be God. Christ is God. He came down to earth, and he was all man and all God. And he died for the sins of the world. Um, that is the only way that Satan would be defeated if God himself sacrificed himself for the sins of the world. Now you pick a song off Screaming Brittle Siren. One is called Hang Me High. Tell me about it. Well, it's about, uh, basically, I'm going to sing from my heart. And if you're going to be a writer and write about it, and you don't like what I'm saying, then hang me high. Put a rope around my neck and hang me high. Because I'm going to keep singing what I'm, what I'm feeling in my heart. Here's Hang Me High. That was Hang Me High off Screaming Brittle Siren. Ouch. That hurt. 
I didn't mean to, that I didn't injury, mean to hit you that hard. That injury, so sorry, by, that injury, by the way, was caused oh. by my beautiful Frontline Records Rewind mug hitting my music stand, which you can find on FrontlineRecords.us, as well as all the music you're hearing and that we're talking about, you can find on FrontlineRecords.us. Frontline, uh, something else, who knows, Amazon.com, and, of course, iTunes. Now, back to our definitive interview with Michael Gerard Knott. Painter, artist, someday going to be a writer of things other than song. I know he writes poems, but he never shows them to anyone. Or he turns them into songs when he's desperate for lyrics. Uh, Where did you see things going when you started to do Rocket and a Bomb? Now, what happened was I I lived in Hollywood... With uh, Bradford Solomon, very famous, brilliant, great artist. Artist, yeah. Until he thought it was too crazy, he bailed. Then I talked Deutsch, Brian Deutsch, who's played guitar and bass in many bands. Oh, this also, was the uh, Friday night bring Mike uh, and Brian sandwich years for me. Really? Yeah, uh, you were in the White Building, Darby Crash had lived there, Iggy Pop, yeah. and that lady who was... Sunset in Fairfax. And that lady who, and this you just happened to have a song about it, had that odd smell coming out of her apartment constantly. I know, yeah. And I don't know if people realize, when you sing about characters, they're, they're real. real people. Yeah, they're and real. I know some of these people. I knew, I ran into John Barrymore in the hallway of this building. Actual John Barrymore, Jr. Yeah, John Barrymore... Yeah, all these wild people live there, and it's so amazing. I could not even write the songs till years later. Mm-hmm. I did not write a song about these people when I was sitting there. It was so weird. Kitty Courtesy, Killed, Cooked, and Ate Her Husband. Yeah. Uh, Jan the Weatherman. He had some guy that secretly lived in his little apartment that would come out once a month and come back with probably 100 sandwiches. And I, you never see him again. And he, Jan looked like uh, Charles Manson. Mm-hmm. And I go, you know, you weren't involved in the Manson gang once, were you? He goes, we don't talk about that. We don't talk about that. No, we don't talk about that. And he turns around and goes back into his room. So, Well, wait, since you've already done the intro, here's Jan the weatherman. Uh,
walks alone, scary, it's hard to understand What's the weather gonna be like tomorrow, Jim? That was Mike Knott, Jan the Weatherman off, rocking the bomb. And, of course, you've always got to tell a story oh. and and play the song. Right. Since your guitar's here. Oh, oh, okay. What do you want? What do you want? Kitty. Really? Got to be done. All right. I'll just give you a little small version. Okay. Kitty, kitty could say, won't you please show me? What's in the pot? Kitty, kitty kind of say, smells kind of human. Tell me that it's not. She never lets me in whenever she's cooking. Don't you find that kind of clear? That woman so old and scary You know once she was married But her husband disappeared Awesome I'm getting jives <laughs> It's coming down the hall It's seeping through my wall Stop that cooking please What's cooking? Kitty Kitty courtesy Watch you please show me what's in the pot? Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Michael Knott. Kitty Courtesy Live. The next one, the next one I've got to ask. Okay, and, and Mike has since corrected me. I have jokingly said in interviews, uh, the first line of this song is not true because Michael Knott has never ridden a bus in his life. He would have taken his bike on it and his surfboard. He'd have taken his uh, little blue Volkswagen. The hatchback. Blue. Hatchback. So I'm, I'm driving, right? And I'm really so proud of this little hatchback I got, right? Yeah. And I'm going to Lifesavers practice, you know, up in Yorba Linda or something. Mm -hmm. And um, I was so proud of my car. I just got it washed. It was blue. Hatchback. I, I had uh, spray painted the the side windows from the inside with black paint, so it's all shiny black. You know? Yeah, I remember that. And I'm so proud of of my of my my car. And all of a sudden, this big truck just stops right in front of me, and I slam into it. Oh, smash it up! And I get to practice. It's and like I a go, bad Disney film. I go, I go to Chris. I go. I go. To Chris Wilberg, go, Chris. I was idolizing my car, and the Lord made me get in a car wreck. <laughs> <laughs> and Wilberg goes, God did not make you get in a car wreck, okay? Yeah. I, I go, Well, my car's ruined. And I don't idolize my car anymore. He goes, God didn't do that. <laughs> Some guy pulled in front of you and stopped, put on their brakes. That's what happened, Mike. Right? Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, okay, Mike. Yeah. There's two ways we can go about this. We can either play. The <laughs> I, I bet there's more than. We two. could either play the record or you can play it live. What's what song? What record? Rocket and a bomb. Let's play the record. Okay, here's the thing I want to say about that. Are you talking about the song? Yeah, I'm talking about the song. Okay, here's the thing. I wrote the song so many many years ago. Now rockets and bombs are real live things. Okay. Uh, so what the way I sang about it back then is, is so strange to how it would be if someone just wrote the song today. Got okay? it. Because um, basically it's a tongue-in-cheek to um, that all I ever wanted was a good job and some bus fare and a rocket and a bomb. Yeah, I'm never going to get a rocket or a bomb, you know? And now people are. And now people are. Funny part is uh, I sing about secretly a little bit about bill clinton about hillary clinton mm -hmm. um about um 
the lawyer that that died mm-hmm. before oh, he oh, became, Vince Foster. Vince Foster. I sing about him. I sing about uh, the guy that's on um, CNN now. Uh, or, uh, Stephanopoulos. Stephanopoulos. Yeah. Okay, so coming up right now, a rocket and a bomb by Mike Knott. It's tongue in cheek. Mr. In and Mrs. In Can you please tell me what's in What is wrong with me I'm never in your company Mr. Out and Mrs. Out What is this all about Before you know it, you've come in And all I ever wanted was a good job and some bus fare And a rocket and a bomb A rocket and a bomb
Okay, that was the tongue-in-cheek Rocket and a Bomb by Mike Knott. Frontline Rewind, Frontline Rewind. All products can be found on FrontlineRecords.us, Amazon.com, and iTunes. Uh, we're up to, we've done Huntington Beach, we've done Poplet. We have not done Huntington Beach. Okay, Mike, Huntington Beach. Okay, Huntington Beach, all right. right, That's where you grew up. That's where I grew up. That's where kids like me from Garden Grove thought all the rich kids lived. We didn't know there was a Laguna or anything. I mean, to go there when I was growing up and you were growing up, it's like you needed your passport. That was like another country where rich people lived. Well, Huntington Beach was a world unto itself. Actually, it was. And it was fun growing up there. And it was... So I wanted to do a record and have the Huntington Beach Pier on it and thousands of people in the picture and what have you. So, that's what I did. Yeah. You basically wanted to talk about your hometown. And what happened was I I, I was intrigued by um, Joe Taylor and Gene Eugene because Brian Deutsch, my friend, and mm-hmm. I really needed some money. Right. And so I said, I got this idea. We'll do a Lifesavers record. <laughs> and call it Huntington Beach, you know? How much can you guys give us for it, you know? And so we negotiated something. And so, you know, but you get half up front and then half when you're done. Mm-hmm. And I I had no songs yet. And I said, Deutsch, write half the songs or something. Just, I don't care what you write about. We're just, here. here's the money we're going to get, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's when you could actually get a record budget for something. Yeah. And and so... So yeah. this was truly an artistic inspiration Absolutely. from your heart. Absolutely. Totally from money. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, so we went with the, uh, you know, the and all that. And that's how the record happened. And... I let Brian sing his songs that he wrote because they were very personal. I go, let's get as personal as possible. Mm-hmm. So we, I can't even talk about some of those songs. They're so personal. They're so real. And they're so, some are so extremely disturbing. But people just kind of look at it like it's a fun record, you know. Right. But, I mean, there are some kind of disturbing stuff on there. Yeah. But the fun thing is there are some fun songs. Um, the last song is an ode basically to the Ramones, Joey Ramone, who, in in my view, is one of the true pioneers of uh, expression, of punk rock, of um, just coolness, you know? Coolness out of awkwardness is what he was, you know? Mm-hmm. So cool. He was so and awkward, so, he was cool. So awkward, yes, absolutely. <laughs> and you know what? He just went with it, you yeah. know? And um, he lost, he was in love once in his life. Yeah. And he lost, he lost her to the guitar player. Right. And then, and then continued to torment the guitar player the rest of his life by making him play songs that have lyrics making fun of the guitar player who stole his girlfriend. <laughs> well, that's not really what happened, but, but no, nobody. No, cares but he about stayed. It. He stayed in the band, and he never got a steady girlfriend ever again. Oh, so anyway, Joy Ramone. That guy's one of my one of my rock and roll heroes, if you will. Okay, yeah. so Absolutely. pick a song off Huntington let's Beach. Let's go. That let's you go, Joy Ramone, right now. Let's do it. Do it, Joy Ramone.
That was Jerry Ramone off Huntington Beach by the Lifesavers. Whoa, see, I got that one right. Okay, I need one more song off Huntington Beach. Here's the song I want to talk about. The first song on Huntington Beach is a song I wrote when I was 18, okay, Mm -hmm. and then recorded it, okay? And it's about, or maybe I was 17. It's about having a crush and having a girlfriend and all that, and then... um, you break up and then I hate her song on the station when she's gone and she's gone because you know how that is that you know those early yeah. relationships um, and it talks about how um, jokingly you know jokingly uh, her father and I did get along obviously you know and I, I you know I can't imagine why I could have kissed him on the lips with my mouth or with my fist and he had told her to tell me to give up music at 17 because you'll never go anywhere. I wish I listened to the guy, right? I <laughs> oh, should, yes. should have been a freaking accountant, yeah. right? Yeah, that would have worked out so well for you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so what happened was... Eh, give or take a dime or two, this will. This is okay. I, say, I said, your dad said what? Your dad said what? Yeah, he said, you should quit doing music and... Not never do it again, never. I go what? And it was so difficult, but I never called the girl ever again. And um, <clears throat> yeah, it talks about how I busted up my radio, my stereos. Um, yeah. playing dive clubs. Seventeen. I don't know. It's 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 really poppy. Are you man. trying to sell razor blades at this point? I'm about to kill myself. That, no, that's Intro another. The song that's a whole other record happy. altogether. That's a whole other record altogether. <laughs> Just say the name of the song. When she's gone.
Okay, that was When She's Gone off Huntington Beach. Now, we are also re-releasing digitally for the first time to the world, Screaming Brittle Siren, Rocket and a Bomb, and Pop Life. Okay, back to the song. And that concludes this exciting interview with Michael Gerard Knott. So this is Brian Healy saying goodbye for Adele Meisenheimer, engineer Scotty Z. Grace and peace, may all your hopes and dreams come true. Scotty, call the limo. Woo.